0: Welcome to the Sheeple News Podcast, episode number 11. Today is the 19th of March, 2022. So, first off here, we're going to start with a news article from Infowars. Uh, this is about the Hunter Biden laptop story. Do you remember that? as when mainstream media told everyone that it was fake Russian propaganda. Remember, they blocked the release of the news on Twitter. Twitter wouldn't allow anyone to post links about it. They'd ban you from your account, or suspend you at least. And even the mainstream media, they never touched upon it. They never aired anything on the TV about it. So, as usual... With mainstream media, if they don't say anything about a certain subject, then the mass population doesn't react to it because they don't know it exists. So if they were to to, uh, overhype the story about Hunter Biden, so many people would have uh, been persuaded not to vote for Biden, and they would have voted for Trump. And this actually came out a survey about this a few months ago. So um, we're going to have a look here about the story with Hunter Biden. So it says here, the establishment media on Friday failed to retract reporting that Hunter Hunter's laptop from hell was a Russian disinformation. So specifically, the Huffington Post, The Intercept, and Mother Jones have failed to retract reporting on a now-debunked Politico story from 2020 that claimed Hunter's laptop was Russian disinfo. Remember, Russia, 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 according to dozens of former Intel officials. So this is a Twitter account here. It says, um, it's been 24 hours since the New York Times acknowledged the reported emails from the Biden laptop were authentic as was the New York Post story on how they obtained it. That none of the media outlets that spread the CIA's Russian disinformation lie has admitted what they did or retracted it. See, that's the thing. If mainstream media does something wrong, either on accident, which is rare, or on purpose, which is very common, they either don't retract the story, or they retract it, and it will be a tiny, 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 tiny little uh, note by the bottom right-hand, bottom left-hand corner of the story that says, uh, e- ed- edited at such and such time, or retracted at such and such time. There's nothing, they should do a big story on their main page saying, We sincerely apologize for the fake news that we spread uh, during the 2020 election where we said that the Russian, the the Biden, uh, Hunter Biden laptop story uh, was a Russian disinfo. They never said this. Why? Because they don't want people to know the real stories that go out there. They want people to be brainwashed. So as the media took Politico's headline and spread their own disinformation. Giuliani and New York Post are pushing Russian disinformation. It's a big test for the media. I mean, uh, this is what happens in a society that doesn't have free press, that has propaganda press. As the outlet elaborated. That is, the Post piece, based on an unproven smear, is in sync with Moscow's ongoing effort to influence the 2020 election to help President Trump retain power. The Intercept pushed the same narrative. This week, a group of former Intel intelligence officials issued a letter saying that the Giuliani laptop story has the classic trademarks of Russian disinformation. The Huffington Post also published a similar report. More than 50. Former intel officials say Hunter Biden smear smells like Russia. Yeah, well, there are 50 of them wrong. So, you know, it tells you about all these experts. And they're not experts. They're idiots. Now, so I'm going to move on to the next story. These storms will contribute to Russia's glory. Putin holds giant rally in packed Moscow stadium. So Vladimir Putin has spoken during a concert celebrating eight years since Crimea's reunification with Russia at the Luzhniki Sports Centre in Moscow on Friday. So Putin said, the main goal and motive of the military operation that we launched in Donbass and Ukraine was to liberate the people of Donbass from the genocide uh, Ukraine was inflicting through years of systemic shelling with artillery and bombing by aircraft. Yeah, I mean, that is true. We don't know how bad it was, because the mainstream media here doesn't say a word, hasn't said a word about it. Nay, is In fact, I didn't even know until a few months ago, I was speaking to my uh friend best friend who's ukrainian but he's russian ukrainian and he's explained to me the war's still going on in ukraine and i thought it died down it was not really a big thing but it's still a big thing they said like for these eight years massive amount of nazi soldiers from ukraine have been shelling people um i mean i don't know if certain ha- how bad it is but it has to be pretty bad uh for putin to have invaded ukraine and not um I'm not saying that was a good thing I'm just saying there was a motive for it uh so it says uh the main goal the military operation that we launched in Dobas in ukraine is to relieve these people of the suffering of this genocide uh putin said at this point i recall the words from the holy scripture greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. It so happened that by sheer coincidence, the start of the operation was the same day as the birthday of one of our outstanding military leaders who was canonized, Fedor Ushakov. Uh, Putin said he did not lose a single battle throughout his brilliant career. He once said that these thunderstorms would glorify Russia. This is how it was in his time. This is how it is today and will always be. Uh, yeah, so... They say roughly 200,000 people attended uh, this massive rally in uh, Moscow. It was in the Luzhniki Stadium. Uh, so... Were they there uh, by their own uh, you know, accord? Or was this... Uh, something that they got bribed into going. I mean I suggest there's probably some people there that you know had to go. I, I doubt it was two hundred thousand people there all supported um uh, you know the Russians and that you know these things they say on the media that oh uh all these people they got bribed to go in, they don't you know, agree with Putin and that. I mean, Putin has got a big support in Russia, but also, you know, there's a, there's a big section of the population that doesn't like Putin as well. Uh, what can we say? I know is that, you know, Putin is not the crazy guy that the mainstream media is uh, pointing out him to be. Some people disagree, but he is a dictator, but he's uh, not the worst one out there. There's many worse dictators in the world than Putin. I mean, Russia's not the big enemy of the world at the moment. You know who it is? It's the CCP. CCP is the one that released the virus. CCP is the one that's infiltrating governments and universities, television, cinemas. CCP is the one that's buying off um, companies, countries, uh, officials, politicians. Russia not doing all this so much. Certainly not inventing viruses and spreading them out to the world. So on to the next one. It says Alle- alleged Russian intelligence leak. It says... The planned Taiwan invasion for fall. A Ukraine scenario repeat, but this time in China's backyard, concerning Taiwan's independence. China has plans to invade Taiwan as soon as next fall. Reported Al Jazeera in a tweet, citing Newsweek on a Russian intelligence document. Traders are treating the report with scepticism. Street is noting... Of the latest reporting on a purported Russian intelligence whistleblower document. Many geopolitical analysis had viewed recent geopolitical events regarding Russia's invasion of Ukraine as likely to dissuade China from mounting an assault on Taiwan in the near term, i. e. the strong Western response. Russia's difficulties in achieving its military goals amid unexpectedly spirited resistance, it comments it comments. Uh, within the past days, Newsweek reported that the alleged Russian intel document, which indicated China's Xi Jinping, had set in motion planned planning that it would result in a PLA army, the People's Liberation Army, if I'm um, not mistaken, uh, moved to annex the island this next fall. A document is attributed to an anonymous analyst with Russia's Federal Security Service, or the FSB, according to Newsweek, and says the plan is likely delayed due to Ukraine developments and collective Western mobilization against it, including far-reaching U.S. and EU-led sanctions. The document suggests Z believes the window of opportunity has passed for the time being. The letter in question is part of a series a series of published a series published by France based Russian dissident Vladimir Osichekin, a human rights lawyer who runs gulagu slash net website documenting abuses in Russian jails uh, Oshikin claims to have received seven letters since Russia's invasion of Ukraine the FSB whistleblower has painted a detailed picture of fear and chaos inside Russia's principal intelligence service, where apparently none but a few, um, a selected few, were aware of Putin's plans. It allegedly emerged as part of whistleblower's internal leak, and key parts were translated as follows and presented in the Newsweek report. Because of the war, Russia has such a negative image for a number of countries that the United States can easily push sanctions against China, at least with the Europeans. If it re- risks circumventing the sanctions on Russia, the letter read, China depends on exports so much, coupled with its dependence on commodity prices, this would be almost a fatal blow. The blow continued not only that Xi Jinping was at least tentatively considering the capture of Taiwan in the autumn, he needs a small victory in order uh, to be re-elected for a third term Um, there is a colossal power struggle among the party elite, now after the events in Ukraine this window of opportunity has shut, which gives the United States opportunity to both blackmail Z and negotiate with his political rivals on favourable terms so, you know it's going to be mighty difficult for uh, the communists to take over Taiwan. Uh, Taiwan's not Ukraine. It's a, a, a different uh, different story altogether. There. But they've said many times, um, you know, the Communist Party there, especially Xi Jinping, has said that the ultimate goal is to uh, capture Taiwan in, in the near future. So it's going to be one hell of a war when that happens. and uh, Taiwan's very important for uh, the economics of the world because they are the main um, the producers of chips for uh, you know, te- technological chips for computers everything like that. They uh, are very important so if Taiwan's captured it's going to be bad news for the world. Uh, we're moving down here to a Twitter post. Uh, it says, uh, China planned Taiwan invasion of four alleged Russian intel leak claims. Uh, Taiwan's top diplomat said he couldn't speak on the authenticity of a reported Russian intelligence document. Uh, the intelligence letter was dated March 9th, and Newsweek in the report says it can't verify the authenticity of the document which has been widely pushed by well-known anti-Moscow open-source investigators like Kat. The fact that the document emerged from within what can be described as Russian opposition activist groups is alone enough to case severe doubt on its authenticity. Taiwan's foreign minister also appeared to downplay the document when asked about its authenticity in a press briefing this week. Our next article here is about a new woke <laughs> New York City health commissioner sparks fury as he orders under fives to be masked forever. Furious parents slander and defund the police, supporting mental health expert for torturing kids. New York City's new health commissioner sparked outrage after announcing that children aged five and under should wear face masks indefinitely, bucking a national trend of ditching masks and going in the face of Vast evidence that kids are at little risk from COVID-19. I think it's indefinite at this point, Dr. Ashvin Vasan said Friday during COVID-19 briefing in Queens. People who have tried to predict what's going to happen in the future in this pandemic have repeatedly found egg on their face, as they say, and I'm not going to do that here today. The work commissioner who lives in Brooklyn with his partner and three children, including a four-year-old son, argued he wanted to mask children because under fives are not vaccinated. Hey, these people are absolutely crazy. You see, they want to keep people wearing masks forever, and kids as well. Why? Because they are the party of paedophiles. That's what they are. These people love torturing kids, love abusing them, having sex with them. They're disgusting. What they are, these people. Now, people on the left now, they're like this. There's so many. So many weird, weird people on the left. Especially in the US. All these these trans freaks. All these um, paedophiles. It's all in the same group. As a father of two and a half-year-old and two other older kids, I want to keep them as safe as possible. I would love nothing more than send my son to daycare without a mask. Yeah, right. You love seeing them suffer. You absolutely love it. He says, but as a scientist and a doctor and an epidemiologist, I want to keep him safe because he's not eligible for a vaccine. He's safe anyway because the kids don't, aren't at risk of catching COVID, let alone dying from it. Why don't these people talk like that? Why don't they say the truth? Of what's going on? they have lying to everyone. It says here at Daily Mail, many slammer sound as ridiculous and nuts. That's what he is. Alleging he and the others in power, corrupt and torturing children. It's absolutely crazy. It's disgusting. You know what? I can't read this anymore. If you want to read this story, you have to go on the Daily Mail or on Infowars, because it it just makes me too angry, this. And I'm moving on to the next story. All right, this uh, here is from Gateway Pundit. It says, a Kremlin blasts Biden's cognitive decline. Issues statements saying, Sleepy Joe's irritability, fatigue, and forgetfulness lead to aggressive temper tantrums. So you see, no one now in the world, no one like in Russia or China, they don't respect the US because they have old creepy sleepy Joe in charge and nobody respects that guy. He wasn't even elected in a you know in a fair election it was it was rigged, he got in there by being selected or installed like a toilet as people say, you know, and this is what happens elections have consequences rigged elections have catastrophic consequences as steve bannon says biden is a total embarrassment and it's no secret that this guy is not fit to be leader of the free world after bungling his way into another massive crisis this time with the implications of nuclear war biden has continued to tarnish the standing of america as he makes himself look like an idiot on the world stage once again Even Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky has blamed Biden for being the catalyst for Putin's decision to launch this attack. Earlier this week, Biden labeled Putin as a war criminal and a murderous dictator because of his attack on Ukraine, which is completely valid. However, even though his assessment of the Russian president may be accurate, Biden has completely neutered himself of all credibility in the short time he has been in office. So the words essentially ring hollow, especially since he has turned a blind eye from another murderous dictator, China's Xi Jinping, Not to even mention the whole Ukraine-Biden crime family affair that has been going on since Joe Biden was Obama's vice president. Once you add in his rapid and catastrophic mental decline, you end up with no one especially not the leaders of nuclear superpowers who will take this clown seriously. On Friday, the Kremlin issued a statement in response to Biden's comment, saying that his words amount to personal insults against Putin that were fueled by irritation, fatigue, and forgetfulness. Oh, he's a bit cranky. He didn't have his orange juice. uh, This is from the Kremlin. of says here, we hear and see statements that are actually personal insults to President Putin. The Kremlin spokesman Dmitry Peskov told reporters, given such irritability from Mr. Biden, his fatigue and sometimes forgetfulness, fatigue that leads to aggressive statements, we will not make harsh assessments so as not to cause more aggression. (laughs) In other words, old man Biden flies off the handle and throws temper tantrums because of his incompetence. Ouch. Something Americans have seen more frequently, Biden has been snapping at reporters nearly every time he takes the podium As of late, like, this is what you get when you have dementia, you get angry at everyone. Uh, in just over a year in office, Biden has overseen and helped create crisis after crisis on the world stage. We told you this would happen and look like a full Um, the whole time while doing it. Now he's going toe to toe with a nuclear superpower with absolutely, absolutely no ground to stand on. Only time will tell how this all shakes out. But considering Biden's track record, the Ukraine conflict will likely bring untold ramifications for years to come. Keep in mind, Trump was impeached for much, much less, and twice for that matter. However, Kamala Harris is the one waiting in the wings. Oh boy, that will be interesting. And she inexplicably may even be worse. Yeah, that's true. Talk about being stuck between a rock and a hard place. Even the Ukrainians think it would be a tragedy if Harris became president. Yeah, she'd put up a no-fly zone in in the seconds, and World War Three would happen. That's what that's what Hillary wanted. Remember, in 2016, she said, "If." Uh, I think she said a no-fly zone over Syria, and if an American plane was shot down by, uh, Russia, was Russia or Iran one of them? She'd said she she would order a nuclear strike. <laughs> but these are two, these are the crazy people we have, you know, that want well, the want power or the ones even in power. And to be fair to Biden, at least he's showing some restraint and he's not doing the crazy stuff like a no-fly zone over ukraine which would be would be totally insane so I mean I think that's the the one good thing he's done really if that is it so one good thing out of a hundred that's, uh, that's some track record there so i'm gonna go over to another article on the gateway pundit uh, the brazilian supreme court justice orders suspension of telegram because president bolsonaro's supporters can get free and uncensored information on the platform this is uh, the the um, the alliance of leftists everywhere in the world now it's no no free speech for you free speech means I can say what I want, but you can't. You can't say things I don't agree with, things that I find offensive. That's hate speech. And this is where it goes down the road, it goes down. Hate speech I say uh, racist, sexist, blah, blah, blah. They use that as an excuse, as a pretext for when someone says something bad, oh, that's offensive, that's hate speech. You can't say that. Go to jail. Crazy, that's a fascist way of living. It says here scratch a liberal, find a fascist. That's true. Hey, the leftists in Brazil are exactly like the unrelenting fascists here in, in America. But they're like that everywhere, anywhere you go. You can't you can't say anything against the state. That's bad. That's disgusting, racist, homophobic. Far left Brazilian Supreme Court justice, Al de Budaes ordered the suspension of Telegram in the country because Jair Bolsonaro's supporters are able to use it to communicate freely. Evidently, Bolsonaro has the same battles in Brazil as President Trump did here in the US. Yeah. Bolsonaro, though, does God take any crap from anyone. If you agree with his politics or not, I mean, I think he's a bit... He, he's a bit radical in some views, you know. I like the guy. The guy has like, uh, confidence and he, he doesn't care about what people say. But, you know, he, he doesn't say, oh, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No. Uh, says here on inquiry.net Brazilian Supreme Court Justice Alexandre de Moraes ordered the suspension of messaging app Telegram following a request from the country's federal police, local news broadcasters, TV Globo, see, and CNN Brazil. Mainstream media, enemy of the people. Enemy of the people. The decision comes after the messaging app, which is widely used by Brazil's far right president. Do they ever say far left if there's any a president or political person? They never say far left, do they? They just they wouldn't even say left a lot of times. They just say they'd say Democrat or Labour. Wouldn't say far left Labour. The decision comes after the messaging app, which is uh, widely used by Brazil's far-right President Jair Bolsonaro and his allies, failed to respond to court orders to block certain accounts that had been found to uh, disseminate dis- disinformation. <laughs> but who who's saying what's information, what's disinformation, though? Who gets to who gets to be the, the one that decides that? The Brazil Supreme Court did not immediately respond to a request for comment. Uh, Brazil's telecom regulator said it did not have any information about the issue either. That's what happens. You're on on the other side. Or you don't agree with the mainstream media. You have to be silenced. No. That's not how it is now. It's not how it is. It's not going to be like that in the future. Mainstream media will not exist in 15 to 20 years' time. What I'm hoping is just we need to get more and more independent uh, journalists, uh, independent truth seekers, which we are anyway. We need to get more and more of them out there. Because people really need to know the real s- stories there and not be brainwashed. These people brainwash support... A Nazi government in Ukraine Ukraine's the only country in the whole world That has a, a branch, a Nazi branch in their military A Nazi faction in the military And people support that I'm not supporting Nazis Forget that If you want to support Nazis You go there and, and fight with the Azov battalion I'm not doing that man if you want to support that You go ahead and support it it's literal Nazis and you support it, that's crazy.